On today's show, FCA could sell off its component company to raise cash. General Motors unveils a new SUV for its Chinese brand Baozhong. And Tesla offers two mods that will stupefy everyone at the drag strip. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily for July 20th of 2015. FCA really needs a lot more cash to pay for its massive product offensive. And now Reuters reports that the automaker is getting offers for Magneti Morelli, its in-house parts supplier. One of those offers was for $2.7 billion, which it turned down. FCA reportedly wants at least $3.3 billion, or 3 billion euros. But CEO Sergio Marchione cannot just sell Magneti Morelli to anyone since FCA relies on it so heavily for so many of its parts and components. Baozhan, the Chinese-only brand owned by SAIC, NGM, and Wuling, just introduced its first SUV, the 560. It's built on a modified Lotus chassis and is powered by a 1.8-liter engine that's mated to an Ison 5-speed manual transmission. Its fuel economy is rated at 7.5 liters per 100 kilometers. That's about 31 miles per gallon. Inside, it comes with an 8-inch touchscreen and other amenities, including Bluetooth, push-button start, and keyless entry. Pricing for the 560 ranges from $12,300 to $14,500. The government forced most foreign automakers to start new brands in China that had to be completely developed in China, all with the idea of increasing Chinese automotive capabilities. And that is why Baozhong exists. And we'll be back with more right after this. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion, Dow Automotive Systems, breakthrough technologies for lightweight vehicles, and by Hyundai. Learn more at Hyundai.com. You know, most people in the automotive industry could not even name the top five brands in the American market. They might get the names right, but not the ranking. So let's take a look at the list. Did you realize that Ford is the number one brand? For the first half of the year, Ford sold 1.2 million vehicles, up 1.8%. Next is Chevrolet with just over 1 million vehicles. But look at that, Toyota is hot on its heels, just about 6,000 vehicles behind. Chevy sales are up only 2.5%, while Toyotas are up 5.2%. That means Toyota has a shot at surpassing Chevrolet, but Chevy has a lot of new product coming out this year that will give it a lot of momentum. Number four on the list is Nissan, with sales of 672,000 vehicles, up 4.2%, just ahead of Honda, with sales of 665,000 units, up less than 1%. But Honda also has a lot of new products just hitting the market, that could have a strong second half for the year. Okay, trivia time. Anyone know what the sixth largest brand in the American market is? I'm listening. No, no. Amazingly, Jeep has shot into that position. And Jeep sure looks like it has a lot more room to grow. No doubt many of you already heard about Tesla's upgrade to its Model S that gives it blinding acceleration. Thanks to two modifications. 
instead of using a standard fuse in the battery that just melts once it hits a certain amperage, Tesla developed a fuse with its own electronics and its own tiny lithium-ion battery. It constantly monitors current at the millisecond level and is pyroactuated to cut power immediately. The second modification involves using a battery contactor made of Inconel instead of steel. Inconel is a high-temperature space-grade superalloy that keeps that contactor springy under the heat of heavy current. And those two mods allow Tesla to increase maximum power output from 1300 amps to 1500. That gives the car a 0 to 60 miles per hour acceleration time of only 2.8 seconds. It can run the quarter mile in only 10.9 seconds. And while the company did not release a time, it says the time needed to accelerate from 0 to 155 miles an hour is 20% shorter than before. As impressive as all this sounds, Elon Musk says an upcoming mod to the Tesla Roadster will let it go to maximum plaid an obvious reference to the movie Spaceballs, but that upgrade is still four years away. Coming up next, a look at how BMW simplified carbon fiber repairs in the BMW i3. For the people at Dow, racing is a sport and a science. We enjoy one and learn from the other. But like most competitive people, we like winning at both. This is the human element at work, Dow. The BMW i3 is one of the most unique cars on the road, not only because of its styling, but also its many innovations, like its carbon fiber structure. On the most recent AutoLine After Hours, we were joined by John Kelly, the product manager at BMW, and he shared what makes their carbon structure so unique. If you had a, a typical supercar, Formula One, that type of thing, where you have a carbon fiber monocoque, it's very expensive and very energy intensive to produce this. You end up hand laying it, putting it in an autoclave and all that. We have a very different approach where we cure the parts in the mold. So it is a resin transfer molding process, but essentially what happens is your carbon fiber woven mat goes into the press, it closes, resin is injected under heat and pressure, it cures, pops out, you trim it, it goes on to the next step. All these different parts are then bonded together using structural adhesive, and it's, it's a, of course one that was specially designed for this application. What's good about this is if the car is in an accident. Um, one thing that's nice also about an accident is with carbon fiber, the energy is very localized. It's absorbed in a very localized area. So you don't generally end up with a car with a front impact that ends up with rear doors that don't quite line up and a ripple in the C-pillar and so forth. So it's easier to, to localize the energy. And to repair it, it's not as complicated as some of these supercars where it'd be well, a very complicated repair. In this case, it's more like a steel repair where you cut out the bad section and weld in a new section. Here, you grind out the old section, cut the adhesive, and simply bond in a new component. There's a lot more great information about the i3 in that show, so make sure you check it out on our website or on our YouTube channel. And this Thursday's After Hours will be all about the upcoming Concours d'Elegance at St. John's. And we'll get to the bottom of how they decided to showcase a lineup of historical hearses. But anyway, that wraps up today's show. Thanks for watching, and please join us again tomorrow.